Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, it is our pleasure on this special conversation to bring in for the 14th season. Can it have been that long? It's tremendous every year, and I've just lost track of NFL Red Zone. I love me some Scott Hansen on behalf of millions. We love it when he says, what is it? Uh, seven hours, 15 hours, 27 hours of commercial free football, whatever it is. Scott, it's great to have you on the SportsMediaWatch.com podcast. Great to see you, TJ. Great to see you guys. Uh, great to be back to football. Yes, the weekend is here, the first weekend of the NFL season. So I, I get the first question is for you, uh, how has NFL Red Zone changed and evolved for the better now that you're about to start year 14? What would you say? Uh, you know, how has it changed? I, I, I don't think it's changed a ton. Like we haven't, once we came out the shoot in 2009, our first season, our promise to the audience was every touchdown from every game. But beyond that, all of the moments that people would be talking about on Monday, we want to show you live or seconds after it happens on Sunday. And if you're a football fan, like I am, and like our entire staff, we're, we're full of football junkies on the NFL red zone staff. We have a feel for, wow. You know what? It wasn't a touchdown, but everyone's going to be talking about how thus and such just happened. And we need to show that to the audience right now. And, and so that was our, the spirit of what we endeavored to do in season one in 2009. And that, that basic framework hasn't changed going into 2022's regular season, season 14. Now, that being said, I would say if I can mix a sports metaphor here, we're a little bit like a pro golfer in that we're already on the PGA Tour. We're already at the top of our game. We're already in contention. But the best golfers are trying to shave one stroke a weekend, one stroke around, one stroke every weekend off of their score. They're already at this highest level, and hopefully we are as a sports broadcast on NFL Red Zone, but we're still trying to get just a little bit better, just a little bit faster, just a little bit better at serving our audience, and and hopefully that shows through, and hopefully it's it's the way everyone wants to watch the 10,000-foot the view of the NFL. I know one thing you've talked about before is the setup has changed a little bit. The set may have changed a little bit. How has that evolved? I'm curious on that part to make it easier for you to be able yeah. to see all of those games at the same time. Because keep in mind, folks, 
he's got to at times keep an eye on seven or eight things along with the production crew that are going on at the same time, up to as many maybe as seven, right, at once, and maybe more. Nine this Sunday. Wow. Nine in the early window. We are stocked and loaded. I got the schedule right in front of me. I got all my notes that I'm just I'm paring down everything right now. Uh, on this computer that I'm talking to you right now, there's about there's about five or six windows opened up behind it with, with spreadsheets, facts, stats, my research packet, everything, and uh, and ready to go. But yeah, our attention has to be all over the place to be able to kind of shuffle it together and get it into a concise, digestible format for the audience at home. Um, your, your specific question, how did the how did the schedule or how did the, uh, the, the, the setup change? We actually moved to a new studio this last season. This will be season two and our new state-of-the-art facility, NFL Media, West Coast Headquarters, NFL LA, they call it. It's actually built, Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams, built SoFi Stadium, very famously, for about $5 billion, <laughs> right on that same footprint of property in Inglewood, California. He built NFL Media a new headquarters, and the other 31 owners pay him rent as they're all in business together, of course. But at, at, because we have a new building, we have a new NFL Red Zone studio. It's a little bit bigger. It, it allows us to do a, a few more things. The control room is a little bit slicker set up. So hopefully that has made us better. Last year was kind of a, a, an acclimation year of, you know, everyone, okay, this button is in this place now, or this monitor is just slightly over here as opposed to over there. But it's, it's made us better. It's it's like a team, an NFL team moving into a new practice facility with everything is state of the art, the weight room, the, you know, the everything from the cafeteria to the locker room to everything else. And, and you hopefully will get better performance on an NFL Sunday from a team that has a, a top state of the art facility to practice in. That's hopefully what's translated for us with uh, the, the new NFL media headquarters. I've got John Lewis here with me. He is my uh, compatriot. He is the purveyor of sportsmediawatch.com. You read him all the time. We love him on this podcast. John, the floor is yours. Well, so Red Zone is such a unique sports broadcast. It's very different than a traditional NFL broadcast. And I was just curious, you know, we've just come off of this absurd offseason. Everyone's moving to new roles. Everyone's doing new things. Have you ever thought about sometime down the road, if you know, there's an opening on a traditional NFL broadcast. Is that something that you would want to do? Or is it, is there a particular tie of red zone, that particular environment and frenzy that you would want to hold on to? Well, uh, John, first of all, good to see you again. It's been a little while, but good to be with you on the show here. And I would say this, if there are any television executives watching Make me an offer and we can talk about doing other shows. <laughs> that being said, that being said, look at Red Zone has a specific demand of skills that it requires to host that show. Seven hours, no commercials, all ad-libbed, solo hosted show. And I have, I believe, a certain set of skills as a broadcaster that marry quite well with the demands of the job. Uh, it's still fulfilling to me. I still love doing it. Right before I came on this show, I texted my brother, Brian Hansen. Shout out, Brian. Oh, and I said, Brian, I'm, I'm 
I'm just so fired up right now. Like it's Friday. I'm in the middle of doing my research. I'm in the riddle of just grinding through everything, trying to get everything in the road. It'd be perfect on Sunday. And it still jazzes me up as I'm sitting here in my house in Los Angeles by myself. So, so all of those things lead up to this could be the final stop for me in my career. It's not like I fantasize about hosting sports center on ESPN or taking over as the play-by-play guy of, of Monday night football or whatever. Um, those things might be attractive to me, but, but I love where I'm at. The NFL treats me well. I, I believe I'm good for the NFL in this role and uh, the fans have a great reaction to it. So let, let's keep it rolling. Yeah. So that's a very interesting part is the fan reaction. There is a devotion to red zone. It's almost like inside the NBA in terms of the fan reaction, people just really, really loving it. Uh, So when you are out and about and people see Scott Hansen, uh, how one, how often are you recognized? And two, uh, I would imagine you're talking about 100 percent positive uh, uh, in terms of those interactions, right? Well, yes, positive insofar as fans seem to be excited that they see the red zone guy out in public. Um, Not always positive for me. And here's here's what I mean by that. I'm at the Super Bowl in February right here in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium, obviously Rams Bengals. And during halftime, I was working. I'm, I'm the stadium host for the Super Bowl. So like when all you guys are watching commercials at home. I'm, I'm popped up on the big screen and I do some entertainment, some informative things, some highlights and stuff like that for the 70,000 or whatever people that are at the stadium. But at halftime, I needed to go use the restroom, which I know, I know the red zone restroom joke. Of course, you can make that. Usually, because I'm on the sidelines of the Super Bowl, usually there's a, a restroom that's like, you know, that the players could use. It's like a private restroom that I can run into real quick. For whatever reason, the configuration of SoFi Stadium, I had to go back out into the concourse and use the, the, the men's room that all the fans were. And all of us waited until Dre and Snoop and the whole rest of the halftime act was over to try and go use the facility and then get back before the third quarter started. So I'm in the line with fans and it was out the door, right? And so I said, I'm in a suit. They're all in jerseys and, and you know, just regular fan gear. And I go, um, you guys, I'm sorry, I'm working right now. Can I, can I cut in front of the line? And then, of course, somebody recognized me and goes, oh, he's Scott Anson. He's, and, and then they were they were like, oh, it's cool. It's a red zone guy. Then somebody put it together that, wait a minute, you're going to the bathroom? The guy who never goes to the bathroom on Sunday for seven hours? So I go and I'm doing my, my, my business. I'm standing there. And I kid you not, from, from three uh, you know, urinals. Stalls I, over. I can't, right, think, of, I can't right. think of a euphemism. From three urinals over, dude pulls his cell phone out. Uh. <laughs> And, and does one of these right here. Wow. And I'm like, bro, really? And the whole, there was like, you know, the, it was packed inside of that men's room. The whole room kind of goes, ah, like that. So the recognition does happen. If it's a sporting event, certainly a football event, it, it's constant. And, you know, I'm thankful for it. It's good that people have a positive reaction. Um, other than that, like I try and stay low key. I'm a, I'm a t-shirt and ball cap guy. Like when I'm out of the grocery store here in Los Angeles, sometimes you get recognized more often than not, not to give you a super long answer. It's my voice that will get people to go. I'll be at a deli ordering. Hey, I'll get a turkey on wheat, no onion, no tomato. Uh, da, 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 da. And someone will go. 
Seven yeah. hours yeah. of commercial-free football Seven starts hours. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, it's I, we, we all work in a public industry, so it's better that fans have a positive reaction uh, and, and a good recognition uh, than, than a negative one. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. You say you'll never join the Navy. That living on a submarine would be too hard. You'd never power a whole ship with nuclear energy. Never bring a patient back to life. Or play the national anthem for a sold-out crowd. Joining the Navy sounds crazy. Saying never actually is. Start your journey at Navy.com. America's Navy. Forged by the sea. That is the voice of Scott Hansen. As if you couldn't tell from NFL Red Zone, we want you to go to NFL.com slash Red Zone to find out more. Check your local provider or uh, online on the NFL mobile app, et cetera, for how you access it. Okay, a couple of more fun ones because I know you have to go soon as well. Fantasy football. That is what, in my opinion, and I think you agree, fantasy football has allowed Red Zone to mushroom and become what it is. You're a huge fantasy guy. Tell stories. Tell a story. You get fired up off camera where people can't see you, pro and con, as you're suddenly calling whoever it is running down the field for a touchdown. That may be benefiting you. It could be hurting you. What is that like off camera when we're not seeing you and you have like body language going, you have whatever going, you have a producer there. Explain that, please, again. Well, okay, so fans, TJ, have told me they think they know who my favorite NFL team is by the way I call certain touchdowns or games that we cut to and whatnot. The truth is, honest truth, I do not have a favorite NFL team. Well, that's sort of a half truth. I do have a favorite pro football team, but it's the Iron Bladders, (laughs) my fantasy football team. That is my favorite team. And when I have one of my guys scoring a touchdown, there, there might be a little something extra in there. And Uh, Well, a little behind the scenes story is this. So I have a researcher and a spotter sitting right next to me in the studio. Mm -hmm. You you never see them. I mention them on air every once in a while, but you never see them. But uh, Tim Galanians is the guy who's right literally this close next to me to try and get me like a stat or a fact or something if I need it real quick from his laptop. So he's a big fantasy player. I'm a big fantasy player. We don't play in the same league, so we're rooting for each other. But he knows when my when one of my guys scores a touchdown, I'll give it like a like a Tiger Woods fist pump. But I'll often bump him and I'll like hit him in the ribs, not hard, but like I'm like oh, I just got a touchdown from Austin Eckler or whoever. And and he we just went out to dinner, a preseason dinner, just to kind of reacclimate ourselves to each other because I don't see them for a few months. And uh, Tim was like, I can't wait to find out your fantasy football roster on our text thread. And I said, Well, I'll see you tonight at dinner. Prepare your ribs for for some rib shots this year. So, yeah, I'm a huge fantasy player. Uh, I love competing in that way, and and I encourage anyone to do it who hasn't ever tried it before. It begs one quick follow-up. How have the Iron Bladders done recently? Have you been contending or winning in the fantasy league? Are you? I play in some heavy – I play in two leagues. I play in in an NFL league, which is all heavy hitters, people that get paid to to know the NFL for a living and are good fantasy players. That one's tough, but I have won the championship in that one. Okay. I've been doing like two or three championship yep. games. Has the hardware. I won a championship right. in about right. the seven years that we've done. And then I, I play in my church league, and my buddies in my church league, 
they almost tried to kick me out of the league because the first two years, my, my co-owner and I, Josh Edmond, we stomped everyone so bad. They thought I had illegal inside information. I said, guys, I know the NFL, but I'm not using any inside information. I have the same stuff that you get on the internet. I get, it's just, I might know how to interpret it better than you. So yeah, I, I do pretty well. And there's pressure to do well when you do what I do for a living. With fans. the church league, he has to tithe more. When he wins more, he has to tithe nice. more on that one. All right, before we're gone, John, one more for Scott Hansen of the NFL Red Zone. So I'm just curious, you're obviously an NFL guy, but you know, it's not just the NFL that's on every Sunday, although in the fall, there's not a lot of leagues that like to tussle with the NFL. In the course of an NFL Sunday, especially this year with the World Cup going on too, do you ever have your eyes on something else that's going on? Baseball, you know, maybe tennis this weekend? Okay, interesting, interesting. So this weekend, uh, my guys in studio, Tim Galanian, who I mentioned to you, and Brian Larrabee is my, is my other researcher and spotter. Uh, we're all sports fans. Now, NFL is number one, but we're all sports fans. And in the late window of games, sometimes if there's only three games or this weekend, there's four games in the late window. We've got 10 monitors up in our studio. So we're only using four of them for the late window games. So we might just throw on a little side, you know, if Tiger Woods is in contention mm -hmm. in, a, in a major or something, we've been known to maybe pop it up in one screen. Uh, they might want some, some, some tennis up there this weekend. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Maybe some baseball, like the final regular season day of baseball is usually on Sunday. And so we, we might punch up if this team or that team's going to make the playoffs. Just keep an eye on it. But no, our eyes are glued to the football, but we are interested in everything. And to illustrate the point, for the audience that's not just listening to this show right now, but that's watching it, let me just pivot here. I'm in my home in Los Angeles that's my medium wow. over there. Okay, so, so for five... those that can't see it, I will describe. We've got yeah. five flat screen monitors. You don't get enough of this at work on Sunday. You have this oh, at home as well. You look like you could maybe land an aircraft at LAX with that setup, my friend. Probably could. Probably could. <laughs> that's a that's a 75-inch monitor in the middle flanked by four 50-inch monitors. Right now, I've got NFL Network on the center. Yeah. Upper right-hand corner is uh, is uh, U.S. Open tennis. Lower right-hand corner, I got Black Panther on. You got to throw a good Marvel movie on there. Got Black Panther, and then on the two left screens, I've got uh, Queen Elizabeth coverage right now on a couple mm -hmm. of cable news networks. So I, I, I multitask even here at home. One more fun one real quick. I don't know this answer because I don't know that I've ever heard you and I've never asked you about this. When you are done and you're decompressing, do you still watch highlights like Sunday night to catch sure. up on the rest of games because you don't get to see all of all of the games or do you just have to get away from it a little bit on Sunday night after you've been doing it for seven or eight hours? No, 100%. I come home. I can't wait to punch up Sunday night football live right in the in the middle screen here and then I'll put on NFL Network's highlight show and ESPN's highlight show whatever is going on in that hour and here's what I do it's not so much that I'm that I'm like saying you know oh I didn't know that or didn't see that cuz we watch everything what I'm doing is I'm saying did everyone on NFL Red Zone see that highlight that storyline that play that moment because I'm kind of doing a mental checklist. Yep, our audience saw this, saw that, saw this, saw that. And keep in mind that ESPN and NFL Network in their highlight shows, they have a staff of people who have 
minutes or hours to consider and then edit and then, you know, produce mm -hmm. it and, and get it out to the audience. We're doing it in real time. So if I watch the highlight shows for a full hour and I say, you know what, every one of those things they saw in red zone, it, we didn't miss a beat. And, and it's not a hundred percent, but it's usually in the mid to high 90% of anything I see on a highlight show we have seen on NFL red zone. And I'm like, I can go to sleep at night on Sunday night, knowing we serve the audience. Well, Fantastic stuff. I'm in the exact opposite world working Buccaneers radio, as you know, with the legend yeah. Gene Deckerhoff, where I see one game for most of the day. So I haven't seen any of it. When you've got the nine games rolling, I'm seeing a game. So I've got to yep. have later on all of the highlights and that. John, I know we want to say thank you to Scott yes, Hansen hanging absolutely. with us here one more time. Go ahead, John. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. And we're looking forward to another season of Red Zone coming up. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's interesting. You just brought up the the review at the end of, you know, the end of the week, you know, making sure you got everything in. You know, are you a perfectionist in what you do? Are you someone who every week you go in and you're, you know, pouring over it like Belichick is over game tape? Or is it a little bit more easygoing than that? No, I, I, I'm a perfectionist. Um, I, you know, in, in a seven hour ad lib show, I'll probably disseminate a thousand different facts, stats. And if I get 998 right, I'm kicking myself over the two I got wrong. I'll, I, I lose sleep at night on Sunday. If it's something really egregious, I'll really lose sleep over it. And all I need to do is refresh my Twitter feed because, the, you know, the, yes. the Twitter police are out there and they're going to correct you. And I'm not opposed to my critics being my coaches. I'll take that correction. If I said Aaron Rodgers threw 38 touchdowns last year and he really threw 37, I messed up. You know, that's wrong. I want to be 100%. I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm shooting per, for perfection. Uh, and and I'll, if I can get to 98, 99%, I, I, I can live with that. Always love whenever I get the chance to talk with this man uh, and, and his insight. And I'm going to give you the same career advice I keep giving you. Alex Trebek became famous, what, for one thing, Jeopardy, and he wrote it forever. Pat Sajak is still writing it at Wheel of Fortune. You got example after example. Do not ever leave what you are doing. You are synonymous with the red zone. That's just my advice. That's just TJ's advice because I love watching you, and there are millions of others that love tuning in and love watching it. And we want the fans to watch one more time. Plug away. It starts Sunday, season 14, correct? Yep. It starts season Sunday. Season 14, you can go to nfl.com slash red zone and just look for your local TV provider on there and you can get hooked up today. NFL mobile app, anywhere that you can get red zone, we suggest you do so. John, anything else for Scott Hansen? Well, I just wanted to mention, now remember, Sajak did leave Wheel of Fortune for a little bit. Remember? He went That's and did right. his own talk show. So. That's right. And what happened? He came no, he went right back, back to Wheel of Fortune. I never he did his talk show. I didn't remember he I left know, and right? stopped doing But he came back. That's yeah. the whole point. He's the franchise yeah. there on that, as this man is with Red Zone, uh, especially. Scott Hansen, thank you. We appreciate you hanging out on the SportsMediaWatch.com podcast. John, TJ, great to see you guys. Thanks for having me. TJ, tell Gene I said hi and the whole crew out there. Have a great season. Celebrate love with the Valentine's Day sale at Kay. Shop February 3rd through the 14th to save 25 to 40% on everything. That's 40% off gold jewelry, 30% off fashion styles, and 25% off engagement, wedding, and anniversary rings. 
Give a gift that means more without spending more. And celebrate every kiss with K. Select collections, watches, and other exclusions apply. Visit k.com slash Valentine's Day for details.